How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Secrets Podcast. So today's topic, I want to focus on a little bit more for you white belts or even newer blue belts, maybe. People who are basically still relatively new to Jiu-Jitsu, which I kind of consider either newer blue belt or lower or a couple years or less probably because ultimately you're probably going to feel this way until you're about mid blue belt or you've been training for about maybe three or four years. You're going to feel this over sense of frustration that all these upper belts are just kicking the crap out of you or people who are maybe just as good of good as you are kicking the crap out of you and you just don't know what to do. So I enjoyed always hearing motivational kind of speeches or talks about people who experience the same thing because it made me feel like I wasn't alone that oh other people experience this too and and they got through it so that's why that stuff is kind of nice to hear so I want to tell you guys a story uh toward 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 the end of the podcast a little bit more from a really well-known jiu-jitsu person that I got to hear in person that was pretty motivation and cool but a little bit about my background is I was a white belt. I was 130 pounds when I first started. I was 18 years old and I just got the crap absolutely kicked out of me every day. You know, I didn't have any grappling or wrestling experience. Um, I was in college at the time and I remember I was getting ready for a college class and I was standing in front of my bathroom mirror and I remember just thinking to myself, man, if I could just be a blue belt one day, that's all I want. Like black belt was so unachievable in my mindset at that time. I was just like, if I could be a blue belt because blue belts just absolutely kicked the crap out of me. And I was just like, man, this person who is like just one belt above me, it was almost like a superpower. That's why I think blue belt is kind of a very cool belt. And it's built up to that way because you know that there's people above them, but you just see how much a blue belt destroys you. And you're like, man, that's just supposed to be one click up from me. Oh man, there's no way I can accomplish that. And so it's just kind of the biggest um, ladder to climb, I think in your jiu-jitsu career or one of them at least. So, um, and then, you know, I was feeling frustrated after class one day and, and I remember my coach just made a comment to me and he said, Hey, it's not about who accelerates the fastest or gets there the first or, you know, has the most talent. It's about those of us that are left. And he just kind of like walked away. It was a true, like sensei master Yoda style, a moment. And I just thought to myself, I was like, man, what, is, what do you mean walk away? Like, who will ever walk away from this? Why would anyone ever walk away from this? And, you know, there was a lot of blue and purple belts and even brown belts at that time at my school. And now I'm still at the same school and I've been training for 13 years later and nothing could be more closer to the truth. Majority of those people that used to beat the tar out of me no longer train jujitsu um, because I know most of the upper belts that are in this area. I'm not like in a giant community like New York or LA. So majority of the black belts around here, they started around the same time as me, or I even just know who they are in general because there's not like a bunch of them roaming around. So I know majority of those people who were way ahead of me and started way earlier than me don't train anymore. And a couple of them will come back and pop into the gym Every now and then, you know, they give the whole, you know, New Year's resolution. Oh, I'm going to get after it this time. And they train for about like two months and then I don't see them again for like six years. So I've been around long enough now to see these people come in and it's a completely different story now. I mean, I remember this happened to a guy a couple of years ago when he came in and he just used to absolutely annihilate me and torture me and, 
you know, not like in a bad way, not actually torture me, but just, you know, it just felt like he just would kick the crap out of me. And then we were rolling and it was like, I was rolling with a child and it's not like he's older. It's not anything like a crazy thing like that. It's just, he just hadn't trained in forever. And I had trained a lot more and obviously developed my skills. And so it was just, it's like the shoes on the other foot. So just know that even if you feel like there's someone who is your skill level and they're just excelling faster than you and they're beating you up and you're like, man, I'm supposed to be as good as this guy. There's absolutely no way I could ever be this good. There's no way I'm going to ever be a blue belt. There's no way I would ever be able to do anything that these guys are able to do. If you just stay on the mat long enough, good things will happen. You will be able to get there. Now, I generally don't like that advice of just saying good things uh, happen to people that show up. I mean, that is true. Or people will say, just show up to the mat. I do think you need to have a little bit more of a game plan and strategy and determine what you train because all of those things will help you stay on the mat. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And the other story that I have for this that proves this point is I got to go to a Marcelo Garcia seminar when I was a white belt. It was the very first seminar I ever did. I think it was 2008, 2009. And this was when Marcelo Garcia was at the top of his game or he had just um, finished competing. And for those that you, for those of you that don't know, maybe that are newer into jiu-jitsu, Marcelo Garcia was like the goat at one time. He was like the modern day Gordon Ryan. Didn't seem like anyone was ever going to be able to beat him. Hardly ever. But, um, you know, he was a smaller guy. So I just kind of really related with that, with his jiu-jitsu. So he came into my school and he did a seminar and someone was asking him about competing and competitions and mindset and i think it was either a blue belt or a purple belt that asked him this and the biggest piece of advice that he gave was uh don't worry about the competition and people are just like what are you talking about you're like one of the greatest competitors of all time and what he was trying to say was he was like ah you're a blue belt don't worry about it ah you're a purple belt don't worry about competing your time will come because then he proceeded to tell a story that he was absolutely terrible at competing. He said he didn't even win. He barely won any matches until he was a blue belt. He said that he would lose all the time. He would get submitted through his white, blue, and purple belt. But then something happened at brown belt where it started to click for him. And he was able to start having more success. And he actually did really well at brown belt. And then he ended up progressing to black belt and then becoming Marcelo Garcia of who he is today. And he credited that to his coach. He said that if his coach would have made it like a big deal that he kept losing or he wasn't performing that well, he said he probably would have just stopped jujitsu altogether. But because his coach just kind of was like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, tournaments are just whatever. They're just part of something. Who cares if you win or if you lose? It's about those of us that stay. And he kind of said the same thing that my coach said. So it just goes to show you that like having the ultimate mindset about just staying on the mat and not caring about what happens in the short term is like good. Like it, it, it doesn't matter. Like who cares about how you did the last tournament? Who cares about what you did, you know, in the last session of training? Now, I'm not saying like you shouldn't pay attention to it, but I'm saying like have a short memory. Like it doesn't matter if you go when I got out there and lost every single match you know, try to learn from what you did and go out there and train, but no one's going to like make fun of you. You're not going to not get promoted because you didn't win. You know, none of those things actually matter. If you do anything long enough, even if you're terrible at it, you're bound to get better. So you have to understand that jujitsu has so much more to offer 
than competition and learning a gajillion techniques. You know, it's so much of a lifestyle in the sense of like exercise and fitness and learning something and keeping that as a positive thing it really helps you stay on the mat longer which is what i think probably everyone wants so i just thought that was a cool story that marcelo had shared with us at the seminar that this guy who was one of the greatest competitors of all time actually did not do that well and his coach just told him like oh who cares it's just a tournament and you'd be like oh man I, oh, I have to care now. If I want to be Gordon Ryan, I got to be caring this much at white belt. Oh, if I want to be this person, I got to care this much at blue belt. Oh, if I don't win every match at purple belt, there's no way I could ever be a brown belt. And that's just, that's not absolutely true. Like you're usually at a tournament, you're the best one that showed up that day, unless it's like ADCC or PANS or Worlds and you're in an upper belt division, then it starts to get a little bit more serious. But when you're early in your jujitsu career, like it doesn't matter like you know focus on just getting better and improving and don't worry about all the other things comparing yourself to your other teammates so that's just my little motivation for you guys today hopefully you enjoyed it and uh i'll see you guys in the next one take it easy